Hey everybody, you're listening to episode 25 of the Class Intercom Engage in Your School Story podcast. This week, host Taylor Siebert sits down with Andy Olson, who is the tech coordinator at Axtell Community Schools. And tech coordinator is just one of many hats that Andy wears at the school. He talks about social media and the impact it's had on him as a teacher, how Axtell Community Schools is using social media and their different platforms for teams, students, and class intercom, and what advice he would give to rural schools still not using social media. We hope you enjoy our conversation with Andy. Thanks for joining us, Andy. Excited to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. You bet. We, uh, we actually, this is kind of fun because having you on the, the podcast here today, we actually met through Twitter, if you remember that, and then met. I do, I do. It's been a fun journey, that's for sure. Absolutely. All, all in this year. So excited to have you on the show to kind of share uh, what you're doing at Axtel a little bit and how you guys are using social media and, and you guys actually use Class Intercom, which is fantastic. But first... I always like to start the podcast off with kind of our guests sharing their educational journey and, and how you ended up at Axtell. Right on. Uh, well, I'm sure, as I've heard other people explain to you, that uh, everybody has their own awkward start <laughs> to finish, you know. Um, teaching was my, my first choice when I was uh, young and impressionable at what I wanted to do with the rest of my life, I guess. So, straight out of high school, I wanted to be an art teacher. So I went to Chadron State in 2002, which seems uh, such a long time ago. It It was. It really really (laughs) isn't. Um, I'm not that old. I don't feel that old, I guess. But anyway, like, I, that's what I wanted to be. And I I was really into art and graphic art and uh, just all sorts of forms of art that I could create. And so that's, I wanted to give that back. I, I worked as a as a lifeguard with kids growing up at my hometown in Imperial. And I, I just, I felt the connection like to be with children and to teach and just have that relationship. So I thought teaching is where I wanted to go. My mom was a teacher. I have other family members that are teachers. And so I just kind of combined those two passions. Um, I did work in several restaurants like in Imperial and in, in, in college. And so my art uh, passion kind of took the back burner and I started focusing and redirecting towards a food management degree in Chadron. And so with that, uh, I had this full-time job. I was exploring some of my passions and I turned out to be not a very good student there for a while, (laughs) which which it, it, it all worked out. Some of my friends can't say the same thing, but we had fun. <laughs> um, but I ended up moving to Holdridge, where I live now, uh, because of my wife. I met my wife, and I, I took a journey, and I landed here and ended up finishing my first degree online uh, for food management. So, and it happened to be wow. in the family consumer science uh, department. So... As I'm working in this restaurant in Holdridge and like my hours are crazy and I have this family, it's like, man, I, this isn't really the best setup for me and my family. So I decided to go back in and re-explore my teaching uh, dreams. So I did. I jumped back into school. I, I went for middle school endorsements and my family consumer science degree counted for part of the what I needed to accomplish for the 
dual certification for middle school endorsements. So I, I could lean on that. And then I, just, I have a, I like math. So I, I jumped into a math program and ended up with a degree for middle school education in 2012 for family consumer science and mathematics, which is also interesting. So from there, I guess I got my first teaching job in Grand Island is the only place that really gave me a shot when I was applying and it's for a family consumer science position in a middle school. So I was teaching foods classes. I was teaching careers classes and health. And it was, it was a great start to, to my teaching career. I really loved it in Grand Island, but I was driving like 150 miles every day right so that is it put me back into the spot like this is not great for my family right now so i luckily i applied at axtell it's 14 miles down the road and it's for a job that i wasn't qualified for and i told them i was like hey i'm willing to do what it takes i'm willing to go back to school if that's what you need and they said all right we'll take you and that's yeah, the rest fifth, is history <laughs> my fifth year here they cool they obviously didn't hate me right away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I had to jump back. I had, I had to go get my master's degree. I'm I'm just about finished with it. Actually, I had to get a provisional in order to accept the job and for the school to stay accredited for the, the library. So I jumped back in at UNK for a master's program in instructional technology with the school librarian focus yeah. or the track or whatever you want to call it. And so I will graduate in May, hopefully, if I pass my class, which I'm, I'm pretty Working well sick on. of being a student right now. Right. So it'll be good to have that over with. But that's a yeah, that's, where, that's where I came from. Yeah, that, that's probably the first time of someone we've had on that, you know, kind of was in, the, in a different, totally different space. You know, you started there, then went, went and did something different, then came back. That's, that's really cool. And I'm sure... Uh, you learned a lot through through all those experiences, but I want to oh, change, absolutely yeah. yeah. I want to talk about you know Axtell small school life. I grew up in a small school, and and all the different hats you have to wear there, and all the different things, and just the challenges, but yet the rewards that come with that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I like to call it job security because <laughs> uh, if you lose me, you lose a couple of different positions that are intertwined, but. Yeah, I've got the, the K-12 school library. Uh, it's combined school, K-12. Actually, we have preschool as well. Um, so I'm in charge of the library, which is definitely more than just checking out books for everybody listening. I'm, I'm not that guy. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a lot going on with school librarians that, that so many people don't even know about. Um, but I do manage that, and I'm the technology coordinator on top of it. We're a one-to-one school with Chromebooks. Uh, in grades five through 12, we've got Chromebooks in the classrooms all the way down too. So um, managing the technology for students and then the staff, we have laptops and all that fun stuff and Google and all the tools we get to use like PowerSchool, our student information system. We use Schoology for a learning management system. I also get to be the data manager for state reporting, which is evolving and always changing. Yes. So that's that's fun and frustrating. Um, actually, it's not fun most of the time. <laughs> it's not. But uh, what else do I do? I I just 
got some kindergartners map tested this morning from the comfort of my home. I have a kid at home with some issues and we're dealing with that, but he's, uh, he's back to school, I guess right now. So good. That's good news. So lots, um, but, lots of different ed tech coordinator. Yeah. With, with yeah. all that. And I, I get, uh, when I signed on, I, I was put in the junior class sponsor. I one of three of them now. So I, I get to help organize prom and fundraise for the junior class as well. Fantastic. And and you kind of grew up in a, a smaller size school as well. And, um, yeah, I, appreciate was, I think I was things. class C most of the yeah. way through high school. So Imperial is small chase County. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I do like the, the community, the smaller community aspect of Axtell that there's so many people involved. Um, sometimes that can be a detriment with too many hands in the pot. If it just depends on the situation, but for the most part, we have a pretty solid community. Everybody is involved and I I really respect that part of my job. Cool. So uh, part of this podcast is just kind of share how, you know, social media has impacted you personally or the guests personally, and then also kind of what you're doing at the school. So, how has social media kind of had an impact on you and, and being a teacher, educator, and kind of your journey through that and, and us connecting through Twitter? Right. Uh, well, social media is like, well, you and I kind of grew up in it. We were college age and like it yeah. just really kind of exploded then. I mean, it was it was a little bit at the end of our high school, maybe, but in college it really exploded and so you connect with these people that you never get to see and i thought that was such a cool thing it's like holy cow i didn't know that they were married or i didn't know this or that and it used to be exclusive to college students right like at least facebook anyway yep um but watching that expand and uh it's it was pretty daunting and like i didn't want i didn't get really wrapped up into it until probably the last couple years but one of my classes on my master's program w- required me to get a Twitter account and to expand my professional learning network. Uh, okay. And, and so it's like, all right, well, I'll give it a try. And holy cow, there's so many resources out there. Like you, I just get lost. It's, it's overwhelming. But the cool thing about it is you can hone in on what you want and just kind of forget the rest and make it work for you. Uh, one of my favorite hashtags that I've discovered recently is uh, hashtag steal edu. Yes. And it's I, I didn't ju- know it's that. all about it. It's all about stealing other people's stuff, <laughs> not like to be greedy or whatever, but right. it's, like, it's out there. Use it, give it away. Let people uh, benefit mutually for, for the work that you're doing. And it's been such a, a cool way that I can try new things and keep it fresh for my students in my library of media classes, I mean, I never run out of things to do. There's always something. Very cool. And, and that's pretty interesting that you had, you know, it was kind of through the class that you joined Twitter. You weren't on before that. Right. That's, that's real interesting. You took, took a chance and now you're seeing the, the benefits from that. And now, yeah, moving totally. Out. And you know, you, some of it, you have growing pains, just like with anything else that's new and like, I'm not afraid to try new stuff and just crash and burn if that's what it takes. But that's, that's how, you know, that's how you know whether something works or not. Absolutely. 
And that's half the battle. And I think that kudos to you for doing that. So let's talk about Axtell's, uh, the community schools, uh, social media, and kind of what you guys are doing, what you kind of built now, you know, touch a little bit how you guys are kind of managing and using Class Intercom as well. And just kind of the whole social media strategy kind of headed up by you, I'm assuming. Yeah, like I, I don't want to say that it was started with me. I think people were all doing their own little things here and there. I mean, we have teachers with their own websites with pictures that it all seemed kind of silly that we we're all doing all these separate things. But yes, I, I, I started the school Twitter account. I started the school Facebook account and made it, did all the validation bits that made it official. So it was recognized as an actual school, not just some knockoff account. And I was putting things out here and there and kind of putting the feeler out with students, especially like, Hey, are you guys getting this? Or, Hey, check this mm-hmm. out Add a hashtag, whatever. And like, it wasn't a, a huge splash to be honest with that, with you. I just, uh, I didn't think it was going that well. Um, but then a few people like, Hey, what about this? And I got a couple more interested parties and I was like, well, yeah, but I don't want to do it all. So I, I asked like our activity director to post some scores or do a little of this and that. And we have a member on our school board who has been very helpful in moving this along and she's been great with taking a few roles on and it's just kind of grown from there and now we've got i mean we're we're pretty hands full right now we've got facebook twitter and we even have a snapchat that we're we started using for for students i have snapchat going during the the, our strive broadcast so that they can post some scores here and there um i've got some cool ideas that i want to work with students or classes um, weekly and hand off the device and say, here's your, here's your time to Snapchat. If you have something cool going on, I want you to take it with you and, and use that. I mean, we also have Instagram that's kind of blowing up with our, mm-hmm. our weekly announcements. Yeah. That's been kind of fun. Um, it's incorporating a lot of cool graphic design pieces that I really enjoy so I'm kind of geeking out here on the, on the <laughs> background and but the students also get to try it out so I, that's always fun to watch them learn and and do some things that I am personally invested in uh, I like to see the teachers get involved they're they're trying new things some of them are scared but I, I'm kind of pushy sometimes so uh, we have we have a committee now for social media. Yeah. What that, a, can you touch on that and how that kind of formulated maybe with the school board and want to really encourage, encourage schools to, to look into that idea to put together a social media committee. So expand right, on that. Uh, well, so it's like we have all these uh, resources with, through social media and different channels. Like it's a big, it's a big undertaking if you look at it from the outside, but if you go from, the internal aspect, like you got all these people willing to represent your school and share your story. Like you, like, like you guys say, Uh um, why not have just a core group? And so we have class intercom. We subscribed this year and it's been a great way to introduce it to these people that are maybe on the fence about social media and using it for their classrooms or whatever. So they don't have to create the account or they don't have to be on Facebook per se. They can, they can represent the school for their little corner of the world, but it still goes through all of our channels if we wanted to. Um, 
and I think our, our new superintendent, Rob Gregory, he, he's been pivotal in this. And he's like, I like what you're doing. I like the potential here. Let's put these people together and make it, uh, let's make it work better. Let's, let's really push it cool. so that we can connect with more people. And so I have to give him kudos because it wasn't my idea, but, um, we're, I'm right there with him that we, we just, the more people that we have willing to take a little bit more responsibility. And, uh, I mean, I don't even think it's that much of a burden. If you got a couple of people doing it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty low key. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, I didn't know you guys were doing some of those things with Snapchat and then using Instagram stories after you came to our Strive Conference, you guys have been repurposing your weekly announcements in an Instagram story, which has been really cool to see you guys take that and continue to to run with that. So thank you. Yeah, it's been really fun. And especially with the the Instagram stories, like we're using some different displays in school with the TVs. Oh, yeah. So I transfer them on over to our, our TVs that are displaying throughout the school so I can post the Instagram story. It's there for whoever's out there not in the school building, but even the little kids, they can see what's going on and they have the lunch menu and the, we have a mission Monday challenge every week. And, uh, this week we're doing holiday, uh, spirit week. So there are some fun dress up days. (laughs) So so I'll be posting pictures on the, on the TV and the kids like that. They see it in the cafeteria when they're eating lunch and whatnot. So very cool. So you kind of talked a little bit about class intercom and that's not really what this podcast is for, but just kind of share, Maybe, you know, how you guys are using it and getting students involved and, and even community. You guys are doing some really unique um, type things in, in scheduling as well. Right. So when we got started with it, I like the idea that you could you could be a one spot and post to the different channels instead of bouncing around and trying to do it. Now, some of the apps that you have the features that if you post to Instagram, you can send it to Twitter and Facebook or whatever. Uh, but class intercom helped me invite new people. So I, and I didn't have to be scared about who is supposed to what, because we have the moderation mm-hmm. uh, for administrators or for our social media committee, we're, we're all moderators. So anybody can post anything they want, right, wrong, or nasty, whatever. And not that we want them to, but we at least have the, we can control the flow. We can shut it off if it's spelled incorrectly or if it's inappropriate anyway, or if it offend, if it could offend somebody, we have the power to go back and say, Oh, let's, let's change this. What, what are we doing here? Um, so I guess it's, it's easy for just the community involvement. I've got people out there that aren't involved with the school per se, or hired at the school that, are posting and they tag along and follow the school events and people that are really involved now they have a little more uh teeth in it they yeah. have they have a, a voice so that it just helps share what we're doing it's we we do a lot of cool things i love that i love that that's um we don't know of a whole lot of schools that are letting their community kind of be involved with that which falls in line with the committee idea. So I really wanted you to highlight that to share with other schools, especially I think that works, you know, in, in the more of a small rural school, which is what I'm used to. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, what so we have several schools like that just to, to create some different content. Are you seeing any, you know, 
unique type of things from the student's perspective where you're opening up a conversation that you wouldn't have had otherwise around social media with students? I think that we're still in a spot where if you have your cell phone out, it means you're doing something bad. Yeah. Or at least that's perception. Yep. Um, but more and more, like even I'm guilty of, Hey, I don't know this or how to get this or where did you find that? I'll pull open my phone and just say, okay, Google. Um, so I think that it's giving them that like, Oh, should I be doing this? Or look, this is cool because now we're involved and the teacher said it's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it opens up the door for doing the right thing instead of trying to cover up doing the wrong thing. It just puts a little ownership in, in their viewpoint. I love that. That's, and that's huge. I think, and I'm hearing this across the board, every school I go into that it's just been, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do this. And, and we're going to block that. And so we're seeing some really neat things happen once it clicks in a student's brain that, oh, I can actually do this. I can actually share this. I can get my phone out if they're empowered to. And so we're working with some schools right now to, you know, get them a lanyard that they can wear during school. So every, all the staff knows, okay, yeah, they're a class intercom, you know, student or whatever. It's a privilege to, to be able to use those devices like that throughout right, the day, which right. is, which is really cool. Yeah, and that's what we need. We need the students to be involved. We can't just we can't just feed it to them. We can't. They have to be part of the yeah. process. Yep. And that's the way education's been for such a long time is is a kind of a top down approach. And now we're seeing once you get students involved in this, you you see some really neat learning, and they want to be, but they've just been told they couldn't, they can't, and so right. And you always have the kids that are like, man, eh, right, I'm not yep. interested, and that's fine. But the ones that do really take off with it, mm-hmm. it's like that's just more of a load off of your own plate. Like once you get that relationship or that that job established for students, it's it's self fulfilling it it helps you and everybody 100 percent. i love that all right as we wrap things up kind of i always like to ask um you know educators what advice and maybe even specific kind of schools like yourself at xtel you know that maybe aren't even on social media yet which you know is hard to even say but i know there are what would you tell them what what advice would you have for those those folks i guess what are you what are you waiting for i mean just having an account, you will learn something. You will learn something about your profession, about other interests you have. Like I'm on Twitter and Facebook and I don't only follow school stuff, but it helps with what I do. Like all the interests that I have, Mm -hmm. it helps branch out. I can connect to people. Uh, I can ask other professionals around the country, around the world for help if I need it. I can reach out and say, hey, I need an idea. This didn't work. That did work. I can share the cool things that I'm doing and help other people. It's, it's just an easy way to communicate and connect with other people. I just say, what are you waiting for? I think that sums it up very well. And remember, hashtag steal EDU. So what, uh, I'm going to go back to that to provide some more context. So that's just people saying, hey, use this in your class or at your right. school. People have thing. something really cool going on or they Sweet. find it. Like if I find something cool that I use on Twitter, I try to send it right back out on Steel EDU because nice. why not? 
I mean, I love it. Somebody else's next project. Absolutely. Well, very cool. Thanks for joining us on the show, Andy. Yeah, my pleasure. We appreciate you letting us share your story and we hope that everyone listening learns something new. Um, I think the social media committee idea and, and Snapchat, I know a lot of schools are talking about that. You could take some of those things back to your school. So it can go help you go share your story um, using social media. Thanks again, Andy. Yep. Thanks, Taylor.